0: disney deciphered a podcast helping you save money time and stress as you plan your disney vacation happy new year everyone we close out the year by finishing up part two of our social distancing precautions on magic kingdom attractions find all episodes of this podcast at disneydeciphered.com, apple Podcasts, google play stitcher spotify or anywhere you find podcasts we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a positive review if you'd like to support the podcast check us out on patreon.com slash disney deciphered for bonus content or, if you're looking to plan a Disney vacation, let me be your travel agent at no cost to you. Get started today, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net. You can connect with the podcast anytime, Deciphered at gmail.com, at www.deciphered on Twitter, or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Thanks, and enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Joe from As Joe Flies.
1: And I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes.
0: And welcome back to Disney and Decipher. So this is our last episode of 2020. It is part two of our social distancing on Magic Kingdom attractions. Before we get started, since this is going to be a shorter episode, we just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to everyone. Happy New Year. We're looking forward to a better 2021. And Leslie, thank you for doing this again with me for a whole other year. It was crazy, but we made it.
1: Well, you know, we were starting to run out of topics, and so, you know, we got this giant curveball thrown our way. So guess that has strangely saved us to keep going at this podcast, right? Yeah,
0: yeah we're going to have to start over from... Uh episode one we're gonna to have to rewrite everything rewrite the book on what it means to go to disney world but we will save that for 2021 but once again everyone who has stuck around thank you so much for listening we really appreciate it and we are looking forward to helping you to continue to save money time and stress on your disney vacation in 2021 and hopefully some of us will actually get to have disney vacations in 2021 So if we are going back to Disney World, you know, we are going to the Magic Kingdom and we are going to take a look at how social distancing has changed, you know, what is happening on the attractions. If you missed part one, that is one episode before this. So you can go back and check that out. We covered the basics and also fantasy land. We're just going to continue here in part two with the attractions in the actual lands. And so we are going to start in Tomorrowland like we would normally do at a day at the Magic Kingdom, or at least I would normally do so. Leslie, Astro Orbiter, the slowest loading ride in all of Walt Disney World. How has it become even slower during <laughs> the age of social distancing?
1: Yeah, that's right. It already was like a complete and painful beast in terms of loading, but it's even less efficient now. So you've got one party per elevator, and the line effect is you know pretty large. So this this is not the ride to ride during COVID. It's probably not the ride to ride most of the other times you take a trip, but it's been a long time since I've been on it. So if that tells you something.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the past, you either rode it within the first hour of park opening or like at the very end of the day, like literally your last ride of the entire night. Going one party per elevator, I just cannot imagine how slow that is. It was already slow when you had multiple parties in the elevator. Moral of the story, Disney, build some stairs or at least a ladder. That would really help with the... astro orbiter which is a nice attraction when you're actually up there although it does kind of feel like you're going to fall out so maybe it is not that nice anyway social distancing big effect buzz light years space ranger spin what's going on there leslie
1: so there every other ride vehicle is being loaded i mean it's pretty much you know one couple or you know one couple and a kid or something squeezed in and the effect is is medium you know of course because it's always moving like it is pretty efficient to keep people you know adding them into the vehicles but it does have a pretty significant effect when you're only getting every other ride vehicle loaded
0: right but you don't want to be in a ride vehicle right next to someone else you know you're, you're kind of like right on top of those people so you understand why they're doing it but yeah it does have an effect on the lines luckily unlike fantasyland tomorrowland has a lot of space so they get pretty creative with these cues but still there's a space to walk space mountain They are loading one party per rocket. Now, just in case you forgot, at Disney World, unlike Disneyland, the rocket on Space Mountain is single file and there's three people per rocket. You know, so there's three seats in each rocket and then two rockets go out at a time. What they're doing right now is one party per rocket. And so it has a small effect, but it's kind of like the same concept as on all the other roller coasters where they're leaving one row between parties. So, you know, it has a small effect because it's cutting down the capacity a little bit, but it's not too bad. And there's so much like queue space. There's plexiglass in the queue on the inside, and then there's that long corridor that you got to go through. And, you know, like I said, they have all that space in Tomorrowland when the queue spills outside. Everyone that I've talked to says the Space Mountain queue moves pretty quickly. So, you know, even if the queue looks very long, uh, it moves quickly and it's not a huge effect on your overall wait time on Space Mountain. Tomorrowland Speedway, what's going on there is it's just one party per car, but you never rode in a car with random strangers at Tomorrowland Speedway. So the line effect is little to none. And I would also add that Since they have the modified Speedway course where it's a shorter ride now, I think that is helping people to move faster through Speedway as well. So in terms of actual effects from social distancing with Speedway, the queue, besides being socially distanced, is not that big.
1: But yeah, we should mention at least this isn't the the world's most efficient attraction to start with. So it's not exactly fantastic to begin with.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is not the most fantastic attraction, period. But your kids are (laughs) going to want to ride it, so... (laughs) <laughs> yep. You know, just just know that uh, the wait time is not a lot longer than it would have been. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the wait time was going to be short in the first place. All right. Moving on to Liberty Square, skipping over Fantasyland because we covered that in part one. The only attraction open there right now to talk about is the Haunted Mansion. The uh, rivers of America are still drained because uh, the riverboat is under refurbishment. So Haunted Mansion, what's going on there, especially with the stretching room, Leslie?
1: All right, wait, before we talk Haunted Mansion, I mean, the Muppets are back in Liberty Square, so let's not say that there's only one thing going on in Liber- Liberty Square, right? All
0: right, yes, but they are not scheduled, so we don't know when they're <laughs> going to pop out of the windows and wave at us and not talk because they uh, have not worked out the union contracts yet for the uh, voice actors. <laughs>
1: that's right. right, that's right, but we're just so happy about that. All right, so we Haunted Mansion— happy. Haunted Mansion. So you've got one party per doom buggy, which is pretty much the way it was. And you can kind of fit three small people or two adults in those doom buggies. And Disney may leave ride vehicles empty between parties. I don't know if I've gotten reliable information as to what's actually happening on a daily basis. Have you gotten that, Joe?
0: I think they generally do. But yeah, I've I've heard conflicting reports, you know, I reached out to a bunch of listeners before the show to see if car- vehicles are being left empty on like all these rides. And for the most part, I got yeses, but I got like one or two no's. But I do think, again, these Doom buggies are really close to each other, like Buzz Lightyear, like Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. So I do think that they are leaving these Doom buggies every other. Now, even despite that, the line effect overall is small, and a lot of that is because you are no longer waiting in the stretching room. The stretching room is just kind of, I think it's just always stretched, and then you just walk through it. I don't know how they're going to do that in Disneyland, because that one's an actual elevator, right? But right now, because it's just a fake elevator, you know, you can just walk right through the stretching room, and it's just part of the queue.
1: Oh, that's right. So now I'm really intrigued as to what's going to what's gonna happen at <laughs> Disneyland. But, you know, we got a few more months to... To have to worry about that, right?
0: Stairs, <laughs> Disney. Invest in them. You know, they, they, they've, they've uh, taken care of us for centuries. So in the dark?
1: I, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> I mean, I bet you, like, like they, I mean, there, there must be emergency stairs or something in Disneyland. So they just need to open them up and turn on the lights. Although, I don't know.
1: We'll see. I don't know. I wonder if there's another way to, like, enter the attraction at all. Like, there potentially could be. We'll find out. Somebody, if you work at Disneyland and you work at the Haunted Mansion, we want to know what the uh, new socially distanced queue is going to look like.
0: Yeah, because they're not (laughs) going to have one person, one party, go down the elevator at a time like an astro-orbiter. That is uh, not going to (laughs) work.
1: We would be like, effect on lines, massive and debilitating.
0: Yes, Uh, 200-minute queue for Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Sounds great. Future Joe here. Quick note before we get to Frontierland. Like we talked about in part one of the Magic Kingdom episode, Disney has started to fill in every row at a lot of roller coasters. Not quite yet for Big Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain, but probably only a matter of time. So just bear that in mind as you're listening to this since we recorded this in early December. So, Frontierland, two big attractions here Big Thunder and Splash Mountain, but the social distancing guidelines on these are the same. So, what's happening at Big Thunder and Splash Mountain?
1: So same as what's happening on a lot of coasters, you've got one party per row, and then you leave a single row empty between parties. So if you've got a party of four, you're kind of taking up two slots, and then you're leaving one empty. So not a full 50% reduction. And so the effect on the line, I mean, these are both pretty efficiently loading attractions. I mean, not, not great, but they're, they they load pretty quickly. So the effect on the line is is fairly small.
0: Yeah, the only issue is, again, uh, just like with It's a Small World, if you listen to part one, like Splash Mountain, when they're running a lot of boats, when like, like when they've added more boats into it, like a lot of times you are like waiting to get on one of these ramps before the big drop and stuff like that. You know, I've been stuck in the middle of uh, the jump in place for like a very long time uh, because there's like a bunch of boats in front. So that being said, you know, you're already on the boat, so it doesn't feel like you're in a queue. So not too bad. So the bulk of the attractions that we're talking about today are in Adventureland, aka the place where the most movies are being made. So let's start with Jungle Cruise, featuring The Rock, coming in 2025. Tell us uh, what's going on at the Jungle Cruise, Leslie.
1: 2025. I love, I love The Rock. I love Jungle Cruise. I mean, there's no secret. This is going to be. I, I'm, I'm so hurt most about that being delayed. But anyway, attraction. I, I mean,
0: I mean. <laughs> Tangent, I'm telling you, if the Jungle Cruise does well at the box office, you're going to see the Rock in the Jungle Cruise 2025.
1: Uh, yeah, total ride overlay for sure. All right, so in terms of the attraction now, pre Rock and during COVID version, so they've reduced the boat capacity pretty significantly. They're not using the center bench seat to seat anyone, so that you know is taking out. A good, I don't know, 30% or so of, of the seating, maybe not quite that much, but a big chunk of seating. And they put up plexiglass partitions to separate parties as they're seated on the boat, because otherwise it really would be super, super tight. I mean, they usually in normal times cram in there next to, to strangers. So the line effect is, you know, fairly significant. I'd call it a medium in terms of, of you know, what it's adding to that. I mean, and that, because that sometimes can be an attraction that's, Where the lines are fairly reasonable at certain times of day and it's been creeping up for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, Jungle Cruise is one of those attractions where like the carousel from part one, like I look at the wait time there and it does not match up to what it seemed to be like in the before times. Like I will see Jungle Cruise and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train be around the same wait time on the app, which of course was Very rare in the past. And I think the reason why is if you're only loading these boats at partial capacity, well, it takes a while if you've been on this attraction before for them to actually pull the boats up to the dock, right? And that time is not changing, but you're loading less people on. And so I think that's really kind of having a pile on effect for the attraction. So this is one of those attractions that you want to get on early so you don't have to worry about lines later or get on when you see a line that is low in the app so that you don't have to worry about it. What about a... Pirates of the Caribbean. I am assuming that it's just the same as like Splash Mountain, one party per row, rows empty between parties.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of working a little bit more like, I mean, it's working more like Small World because it's a bigger row across. So you're getting like a whole party in a row, then you're having to leave the next one empty. So it's not as much like Splash where you might get a party taking up a couple of rows right back-to-back, back and then leaving one row empty. So the effect is is, a, is more significant there. I'd, I'd give it a small to medium, somewhere in that range.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I uh, forgot for a second there that Splash has the narrower boats, so great point. Magic Carpets of Aladdin, that's going to be like Dumbo. It's going to be one party per carpet. So effect on your actual wait time is going to be low, but this is one of the attractions that is in one of those choke points. So if the line has been extended, you know, they kind of have no place to put people, um, so it can be just kind of crowded. Just avoid that area if you're not walking through Adventureland. Uh, it can get so tight; it feels crowded, like even on the you know least busy of days at Magic Kingdom. And then finally, uh, your son's and my daughter's favorite, quote unquote, Swiss Family Treehouse. Tell us uh, what's happening at the Swiss Family Treehouse, Leslie
1: so it's you know use your judgment guests are asked to practice social distancing but there's not a lot of like external things that have been added on by disney so you know I, I haven't really heard as to how this is is working in in practice like because in pre-covid times of course everybody would kind of crowd around certain room lookover points so i don't know have you heard anything joe specifically
0: yeah, I think you just kind of like wait. You know, it's like waiting in line to the grocery store. You just wait yeah. like a safe distance away while people are like uh, looking at whatever they're looking at. And then you move to the next thing. And you carry your hand sanitizer with you because your kids are going to be touching everything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe not the best of, of COVID yeah, Maybe I'm
0: going to skip uh, Swiss Family Treehouse for a little while. So I know that it's mainly not on surfaces, but still not about that life right now. All right, so that covers it for magic Kingdom you know that's what we have for the social distancing on attractions of course some things may open back up and when that does happen we will cover it if stuff has opened before we've released this episode or if there are things about social distancing on these attractions that we've missed please let us know disney deciphered at gmail.com at Wdeciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page Disney deciphered Leslie do you have a final Disney do or don't for 2020 for us?
1: All right, Joe, well, to end 2020, I am going to encourage people to go ahead and book some 2021 vacations. I mean, we've all been watching and waiting and canceling things. Um, You know, obviously, some people have gone to Disney World. Many of our listeners have, but you and I haven't. But I have been spending the last week booking trips for later in 2021 that I think I will actually get to take. So my due is to go ahead and give yourself permission to do that. And I of course used a fantastic travel agent whose name is is Joe Chung. right?
0: Yeah, heard of that guy. He's all right.
1: <laughs> I got Alani booked for for uh summer 2021 guys, but go ahead and book uh Disney World, even Disneyland. I got to reschedule a Disneyland vacation too. But Give yourself that, per- per- give yourself that permission. It's getting, it's going to be better in 2021. It, it it will be. There's a light at the end of the tunnel and, and I'm so excited.
0: Indeed. Me too. Me too. Man, that Disneyland trip from March, 2020 to who knows when.
1: I know it was, I think I've rescheduled it three times now. Maybe I scheduled it for summer and then I scheduled it for September. For fall. And then, yeah. And then I scheduled it for November for right after Thanksgiving and it's been canceled again. So I have not rescheduled it, but we'll see.
0: We'll see. We have officially reached the we'll no longer speculate on when Disneyland is going to reopen phase of. Disney Deciphered. So we're just going to wait until we see the news and then uh, we will let you know. All right. Well, again, thank you so much, everyone, for listening in 2020. We really appreciate all of you who have reached out to us. We love hearing from listeners. So please, again, reach out to us, Disney Deciphered at gmail.com, at WWDeciphered on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Disney Deciphered. Leslie, thank you for the cheap plug. If you are planning a vacation for 2021, you can reach out to me, Joseph Chung, at travelmation.net. And I'd love to help you out at no cost to you. Leslie, thank you so much for a great 2020. Honestly, getting the chance to talk Disney with you throughout all these months has really made it a lot easier to get through this whole thing and i just from the bottom of my heart appreciate that and of course appreciate all of you who have listened
1: and right back at you joe i will forgo my usual ending but for me this has helped get through some some dark times just dreaming of travel and dreaming of, of disney and sharing our finds on disney plus or just talking about you know what we plan to do when things go back to normal and Thanks so much to all of you for listening. It still blows my mind that we have as many folks who listen to us every week because we're just kind of having fun and doing what we want to be doing anyway, which is talking to each other about travel and Disney.
0: Well said, Leslie. Well, thank you all so much again. We are hoping for a great 2021 for all of you. Other than that, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And we will see all of you at Disney somewhere in 2021.
1: Thanks, Jim.